This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 696 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Fleeceworks, providing saddle pads with quality design, timeless style, and superior performance. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Tanya Johnston, accomplished hunter-jumper competitor, mental skills coach, and author of the book Inside Your Ride. Today, Tanya tunes in on curiosity and how it can help you become a better rider and a more successful competitor. But first, let's hear from Fleeceworks. Judy, it looks like you've got something for everybody in here. You know, we do. Our square pad series is, it'll just take care of just about any kind of rider. We do it in the Therawool, and we do it in our sheepskin. And all of the pads have the perfect balance technology, which means it has the ability to use the front inserts or the full inserts or any of our back risers. In addition, we do all our inserts in foam or in the new wool. So it's quite an extensive uh, group of choices. And the pads that we do is we do in the dressage. We do one in jumping or close contact. And then we do one in cross country. And each one's a little bit different. The dressage square pad is the longest pad in the industry from pole to croup, per se. So along that top line, it is the longest pad that's made in the industry. So many dressage riders told me that the pads just weren't quite long enough for the new saddle. So we made that adjustment. And then the jumping pad is, once again, one of the longest ones in the industry. And the cross country is a little bit unique. And then what we've done is taking the jump in and we modified the cut a little bit so that there's less pad on the horse. We did, however, leave just enough back by the cantle of the saddle so people can put their barn logos or their sponsor logos on it. We didn't want to leave that very important phase out. Oh, absolutely. You've got to have, you've got to have your brand on there, your colors on there, your favorite patch on there. That's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And then the reason we did both is because some people still prefer the sheepskin. So we've got the sheepskin available and then the, also the Therawool. And the Therawool is a little bit of a different price point, not so much because it's not good Fleeceworks quality, but it's a different raw material. Because we can do multiple shearings off the same sheep, it comes in uh, significantly less than the sheepskin. Well, yeah, you, you guys going to start keeping track as you go along here. Betty, Betty sheep number 462 has produced 35 <laughs> saddle pads in her career. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it, it's kind of, it's just a nicer way to go. And then it is a little bit more washable. I think people have preferred that because it's a little bit easier to take care of. I, so. I really like that rugged aspect because I'm not good at take. When I wash my saddle pads, I forget to put it on gentle. I tend to put them in dryers and stuff like that. So I'm really loving Therawool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more forgiving than the sheepskin. It is definitely more forgiving than the sheepskin. Yeah, it's more forgiving for those of us who cannot change the dials on our washing machines. <laughs> and thank you, once, thank you once again, Judy, for stopping by. Uh, when you folks go into your local tax stores, make sure you ask for Fleeceworks sheepskin saddle pads and Fleeceworks Therawool saddle pads. And if they don't have them, you need to get a hold of Judy. She can be found over there at Fleeceworks.com. Back, 
Tanya Johnston, mental skills coach specializing in psychology, sports psychology for equestrians. And believe you me, us equestrians need all the sports psychology we can get. <laughs> what sort of great advice do you have for us today? Well, today we are going to talk about uh, this idea of using your curiosity to figure out what makes you tick, to figure out when you have the great ride, where did it come from? How did it happen? Did your horse just happen to wake up on the right side of the stall? Did it, you know, <laughs> lightning strike somewhere? Um, we want to understand these great experiences so that we can have more understanding and therefore be able to feel more prepared and in control of when they're going to happen again, rather than going to the barn and thinking, wow, I wonder how my ride's going to go today. Uh, right? So, yes. There's so, nothing more frustrating than having success, but not having any idea how you got it. Exactly. Oh, exactly. help me, help me, help me. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, so often success happens and, and we don't take advantage of it. You know, then another week goes by and another week and it's pretty soon it's three months ago I had this great ride and boy, I, it hasn't happened since. So Ooh. when it happens, we kind of want to jump on it. So by always kind of keeping our ears peeled and our eyes open for that great ride and, and thinking about what, what is underneath that? Where did that come from? Looking at our preparation, for example. So by, you know, having some sort of routine about using your curiosity. Now, this can mean for some people uh, doing, uh, having a log, like keeping track of their rides. Uh, this is something that's, that's really advantageous because it helps you process things. Sometimes writing it down helps you sort through it uh -huh. and uh, crystallize it more. So that can be really useful. Or even when you drive some, you know, I work uh, with a lot of people who ride at, at facilities that they have a commute. So they ride, you know, they drive to the barn and then they're driving home and they may have 20, 30, 45 minutes in the car on the way home. So what are you thinking about during that drive? Could you be reviewing what happened that day and what you think created that great ride? How did you get to that? You know, asking yourself, how did I prepare? What did I do when I got to the barn? Wow, I got to the barn early today. You know, I spent some extra time grooming my horse or I made sure I got some quiet time sitting on my trunk kind of thinking through the ride and what I wanted to accomplish if I was schooling on my own that day. Uh, even asking yourself, what was I saying to myself? You know, paying attention to those messages, paying attention to, you know, was I sitting, my trainer was setting the jumps and was I saying, wow, this is going to be awesome. I'm so glad there's some new freshly painted jumps in the ring. Or am I sitting there thinking, you know, oh my gosh, there's a black panel. My horse is going to really be uncomfortable with that new jump, right? So when the, the good days are probably happening when we're using some positive self-talk. So that's, understanding that, right? That's very interesting. I had a light bulb moment there. It's a tiny light bulb, but it's a light bulb just the same. Um, because as humans, we do have a propensity to focus on the bad ride. The, the bad ride you had, we will endlessly go over and over what went wrong mm -hmm. when I did that course and I had to stop at the black panel. But conversely, we're not spending a lot of time rehearsing what went right when I rode that course and I didn't have a stop right. at the panel. <gasps> Light bulb moment, Tanya. <laughs> right. So, so that's the curiosity and exactly right. Or same thing that, you know, the day at the horse show where there's three classes perhaps, 
two of them maybe contained a mistake and were driving home to the hotel that night thinking, oh my gosh, that mistake, that mistake, what happened, why did I do that? But the third round might have been fabulous in many ways and it gets really pushed to the side. So really saying, you know what, I'm going to prioritize the good things I'm doing and I'm going to make every effort to understand where they're coming from, where was my energy level like, what was I, like I said, what was I saying to myself? How was I preparing physically and mentally? You know, maybe I made sure I did some stretching before I got on because my back has been tight. And boy, that seemed to really help. Well, goodness. So let's make sure that happens again. Let's not have that be sort of a one-off. So really tracking those good rides and, and getting at them and asking yourself, what did I do? How was I a part of this success? How can I help create that again? What did I do that was in my control, right? Obviously, things that are within our control are a lot more easy to replicate. So, Ah, yes. Right? Yes, Yes. that makes good sense, too, because another thing that we like to do is, oh, the round that I had that my horse and I did not have a stop at the black panel, and it went well. Oh, well, that's because the sun had changed. You don't have any control over the sun had changed. Maybe it was because you remembered to push your, put your weight into your heels and keep your leg on your horse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, okay. That's making sense. Good. Yeah. So there's some, there, there's understanding of some ownership and recognizing, Hey, that means I could do it again. Now, same thing we, when we think about this curiosity, right? Looking at using our curiosity, we also can use, so, so we just talked about using our own positive experiences and successes. We can also look at people we admire, you know, how there's a lot to be learned from other people. What can I watch? Can I, who can I ask questions of? Who do I respect that I can ask about how they prepare? Or gosh, what were you thinking when you went in on top, you know, at the end of the day there and you knew you would win if you didn't have a rail? How did you handle that? What were you thinking about? You know, that's an example of using curiosity, like being, being interested in learning from both your own experience, but also in those around you. That's a very good idea. Ask others that Great idea. See, people write in more questions. Email us here, Horse Radio Network. You gotta, you gotta email us, Jennifer at Horse Radio Network, with those questions, and I'll pose them to Tanya for you. <laughs> great. That's yeah. a great idea, though, to not only rehearse what went well for you, but stand there at the rail and watch some of those riders, but really um, dissect what they're right. up to. What did they do before right. they came into the ring? Um, the, right. the details of their ride, how was their relationship with their coach and their family and friends? Were they arguing and things like, yeah. oh, look, that rider had a terrible ride. And that's great, great advice. Yeah. yeah. So, also, so, so a lot of that you can do just from passive observation and staying like, you know, being just on the rail and kind of watching. But those with people you have relationships with, you can go ahead and ask some questions and maybe learn some things that you hadn't thought about. So, Really, there's, there's definite resources that sometimes people uh, forget to take advantage of. So I'm just here to encourage all of you to take advantage of your own success and the success happening around you to understand more about how you can go out and ride your best. Oh, that's amazing stuff. Now, everybody's appetite is whetted now. <laughs> so for the millions and millions of curiosity questions that are going to be popping up for people, where can they contact Tanya Johnston and where can they learn more? Well, definitely my website, which is just simply my name, tanyajohnston.com. And also my page on Facebook, which is Tanya Johnston 
mental skills coach. You can kind of see where I am, what I'm doing, things I'm thinking about on a daily basis. I try to post things that are relevant and thought-provoking there. And also, certainly, um, please go ahead and buy my book, Inside Your Ride, Mental Skills for Being Happy and Successful with Your Horse. (gasps) Available at bookstores nationwide? Yes, um, all the major outlets. Inside Your Ride. So go to your favorite book outlet, whether it be online, in store. Now, is Inside Your Ride available as an ebook? You know, they are working on the, the e-version, like, as we speak. They're there typing away. No, I do know that's <laughs> in the works, and I don't know the release date currently, okay. but it so, should be sometime this fall, yes. Oh, maybe available for Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Awesome, awesome. Well, I have the paperback version, and I love it because I can tuck it into my carry-on luggage. I can carry it to the barn with me. I can read it on the couch when Glenn's watching, watching something I don't like. So I highly <laughs> recommend the uh, paperback version of Inside Your Ride. And once again, Tanya Johnston, thank you so much for stopping by and helping us equestrians with our psychology. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, there you go. Great advice and so interesting to talk to Tanya. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's tip has been brought to you by Fleeceworks, providing saddle pads of quality design, timeless style, and superior performance. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 